0: That's pretty exciting, right, Omega? Indeed. Yeah, right. Well, HIAC talk radio is always exciting. Get in there. Oh, my God, you will deal with that atlas harshly. Fight forever, Guardian!
1: I think he broke it. Look
0: you made me do! And you're listening to Hell in a Cell Radio. Hell in a Cell Talk Radio. Hell in a Cell Radio. Hell in a Cell Talk Radio. Hell in a Cell Talk Radio.
1: thing that surprised me the most out of so many shocking things about Lex Luger and again I'm not the biggest Lex Luger fan. No, fan neither am I <laughs> I'm a fan of biographies and even the people I think I even the, the people, the wrestlers I think I know really well and it turns out I don't. One of the people, Dan, that was so effusive in his praise for Lex Luger, could not thank him enough and pretty much owes his career, he said to Lex Luger, he said, This is a guy that got me into wrestling. He, I had no idea that he played against him when, and they mentioned him as a college football hall of famer. But Ron Simmons was broken into the wrestling by Lex Luger. They played against each other in college. And so when Ron, after his, he's, he failed to get on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, it was Luger who already had started that told him to come down to Florida and oh. that's where Ron Simmons started. But so yeah, I, I, I wouldn't have been in a pro wrestler if it wasn't for Lex Luger.
0: Yeah, I did not know that. Me. Well, you know what? I think we could say it. We could uh, thank Lex for at least one thing then. Yes. Because there's fuck nothing else.
1: Yeah. But you know? it was, yeah, it was just great to see the old, I mean, I love the old, um, florida championship wrestling from florida uh tapes and the that old wrestling studio and his first manager who was percy pringle didn't know that either
0: starting to see a pattern here
1: yes so please uh i mean i know you're one of binge it but and i i think it's great i'm I'm gonna binge it i'm definitely gonna binge it but i i skip the bellas and concentrate on the uh watch that one yeah
0: that's clearly not made for me.
1: Yeah, not made for Unless you're a teenage boy, it wasn't made for anybody. But the A and E biography and the um the um after the A and E biography they do the WWE Rivals. Rivals, yeah. Because yeah. last yeah.
0: time it was the screw job or Sean and Brett or
1: something. Sean and Brett was the first one, was episode one. And then they did uh Undertaker and Kane. Uh last the one after Kurt Angles biography. The rivalry was uh Kurt Angle and Brock Lesnar. And oh, uh, yeah. And the thing is, their rivalry was more behind the scenes because they were both amateur wrestlers and they both like wanted to prove themselves. Their first meeting, Kurt Angle says, um, somebody was asking Brock, because Brock had just joined the main roster, and he knew he was an NCAA former NCAA wrestling champion. And uh Somebody asks, so Brock, how you think you do against Kurt, Olympic gold medal? Oh, Olympic gold medals. And Brock says, Oh, I kill him. He's a he's a little guy. And it goes back to Kurt. So Kurt comes up to Brock, hey Brock, how how are you? Kurt Angle. Uh you said you could whip my ass? Oh, well, let's see. So <laughs> that was their first meeting. And like right and it was that that hurt. That's how their their relationship was for the rest of it and even Edge was saying, you know, because they were always like getting on each other about stuff. And like whenever Edge would see Kurt Angle and Brock Lesnar just kind of like uh, needling each other, he would look around because he was like, who's going to break this up and just go sideways because <laughs> it ain't going to be me. But yeah, yeah, and you, you I, I'm reminded their their rivalry was only like three matches. You know, they were, and uh um the WrestleMania match of course in that SummerSlam that, that following year and their uh the one of their Iron Man matches on uh SmackDown. But it was like a couple of months. It wasn't like you know, Brett and Shawn for like years and you know. But uh, yeah the, That's a the, very
0: good point because who would stay standard
1: who would get in between those guys D- dan you know who they they should have talked to because he told some great stories about kurt and brock um and even though they got jim ross i think it was before uh uh but taz taz was oh. actually driving them um when they were when taz was on commentary he was doing commentary with jim ross and he even said i think it was one of those um uh, when WWE had those round table, they were talking about old um, uh, matches and stuff. And Taz goes, yeah, I would drive them around. And every once in a while, I had to pull over. And they would just get in each other's faces. And I didn't try to break it up. And not that I couldn't. And not that I wasn't. but Hell no. <laughs> I, and, they, and not that I couldn't either. And not that I couldn't handle myself or handle either one of them. But I wanted you know, them to get whatever they needed to get out before we got, you know, to the arena because I'd rather it be off the side of the road or in a car than backstage somewhere and and all three of us get fired. Jesus, I I couldn't imagine trying to
0: stay with the, oh God. Yeah. (laughs) No, thank you. No and, thank you So uh, yeah. so go ahead What were you going to say
1: I was going to say In this past Sunday After the Lex Luger um, Biography The rivalry was The Monday Night Wars
0: Let's uh, see So that I might check out Please like, Right away But I'm going oh, I'm going to watch all of it Like I said I'm going to binge it
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, On vacation So I will get it in I promise um, That's what she said That's what she said Did she? <laughs> yeah Somebody <laughs> she had to She had to clarify that one <laughs> Oh man, that's uh seems like more of a them problem than a you what's up, GM Specter? Welcome. Hey GM. Welcome, welcome aboard. Welcome, GM, welcome, welcome aboard. Welcome. Uh as you hear the dulcet tones of Lily playing with her toy in the background while we're recording a podcast. Has done it the entire time I've been home. Uh but she's <laughs> doing it now. Uh, because she's got great timing.
1: Uh yeah.
0: Oh, of course she did. Yeah, the key scene of the latest Better Call Saul. She started to play with the toy at that moment. Okay, well, you oh know. my god, and you can't do anything because you can't no. yell at her because she's, you know, she's got trauma and she's got shit she's yeah. dealing with. So you can't yell at her. Mm-hmm. Tell her no because it's a regular function. So what do you do? <laughs>
1: what do you? But, sweetie, this is a better call, Saul. And yeah, but, yeah, honey. Yeah, honey. I'm um, going to kill you. Kim you. Wexler's really bearing her entire soul here. And, uh, I and you Saul's sh- yeah, we need, we need Gene to get out of the house, but he decided to get greedy. And now the guy's waking up. So, Lily, it can't have any noise right now, sweetie. Lily, I'm going to send you back to the shelter if you don't stop.
0: I'm going to kill you right now. Yeah, great. Uh, Better's call Saul was amazing this week. I I've yeah. watched one episode. I know, blasphemy. I get it. Trust me. I know. Uh, okay. Eventually, I'll watch it, but I'm so far behind. Goes into why I had such a bad day. My brain is so riddled and ass backwards. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> eventually, yeah, I will get me. it.
1: In.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah. I guess I did. Yeah. Eventually, <laughs> I'll get it in uh but not right now it's okay um, busy hey man. by the way welcome to hic Talk hey to. everyone hey <laughs> nobody my brother caught up on the whole series the last two weeks we'll see there you go well good for you yeah you are set that <laughs> big bro there she goes again uh if you weren't so damn cute i'd probably do nothing but anyway <laughs> uh yeah so if you haven't checked out the uh, um the WWE biographies and the rivalry. Uh, Craig Legan gives it two big thumbs up.
1: Yeah, for most of the, for 98% of the episode, <laughs> um, please skip whatever uh, the Bella Twins were. And, you know, I, I said it on this podcast before, when they're looking at the, the rivalries in uh, WWE and when they're doing it, on the ones that they're focusing on, on the A&E biographies, Brett and Sean, obviously. Uh, and the Undertaker and Kane. And then um it was Kurt Angle and uh Brock Lesnar. And this past weekend were the Monday Night Wars WWE versus WCW. But one of the rivals rivalries is Brie Bella and Stephanie McMahon. So again, skip anything that has to do with the Bella in it. And um I don't know why they could that couldn't have been Trish versus Lita um, that since there are actual wrestlers involved in that, and that was a rivalry, but I digest uh yes, they need biographies every Sunday at eight from eight to ten, and then rivalries from uh ten to uh eleven and then uh they actually talk to um they actually have guests and they have a uh, they wrap up the shows that you just watch with special guests um, this past Sunday with Lex Luger and I was talking to Dan before we went on there. I'm not the biggest Lex Luger fan. I was when he first started. Um, and I guess I was in so awe of him. I, I forgot how bad he was early on. Uh, but um, like Sting, he wanted to get better and he did get better, not by leaps and bounds, but um, Lex Luger.
0: Certainly um, not
1: yeah but his story is definitely one worth hearing about um, especially when you see how, where he is now compared to you, what he used to be but um, yes definitely check that out
0: GM yeah. Spectre says uh, one he'd love to see and uh, this, see that would just be for hardcore wrestling fans but he wants to see the Alundra Blaze and uh, Bull Akana Bull Akana viewed mm-hmm. um, that'd be great
1: that would be great Yeah, I, or I, would, be-
0: I would love to see that
1: i would even like to see the medusa sherry Martel feud yeah yeah because that that got personal that got the, you know what always shocked and
0: and, and uh, it shocked me and made me happy um for a long time medusa became a monster truck driver yes and they put out it never went anywhere because I, I imagine they didn't sell a lot of those Mm-hmm. Uh, but they had two biography DVDs go out for their drivers. Um, and one was uh, another, the first one was another driver that, you know, started in fundraising, went to monster trucks, and just the monster truck driver. The other one was The Life and Times of Medusa. And uh, now, of course, uh, Feld Entertainment, the cheap bastards that they are in the first place, was not going to shell out any money for WWE. Uh, footage. No, that's that was going to happen. <laughs> However, they got around that by talking extensively about her career by showing footage that she had from her matches in Japan. A lot, yeah, <laughs> and a lot of footage, uh, and they did it, uh, you know, talking about her whole career. But it's it was footage I had never seen, wow, uh, or don't recall seeing when I from a little kid, mm-hmm. so uh from when i was a little kid not the uh, not some kid was walking up to me and go here here's some footage of medusa um you could find it on ebay Uh, wrestling fans wrestling fans would love it because it's got excuse me tried to hide that it's got about five or (laughs) ten minutes of um her um wrestling career over in japan before going to nwa wcw okay uh on the other end of things, uh, SummerSlam was last week. Yeah. And, uh, reminds me of the three pack with the best of Steve. A- I had that. It was the three pack, which was the best of Steve Austin, Booker T and Cactus Jack. And it was, uh, he said it, uh, GM Specter It was a lot of USWA GWF footage. Yeah. And as we ironically, uh, or, or, um, timely in a timely fashion, uh, alluded to last week or last episode, Craig, mm-hmm. uh, Yes, W A is kind of crap. Yeah, <laughs> and I remember watching those, going, "Huh? Okay." <laughs> it's Kind of never watching them again. I, I remember, you know, I saw that in the stores for years, and I avoided it. And I guess one year they ran out of ideas, and my grandmother got it for me, which means mm. Mom picked it up. It was for my grandma at that point. She didn't know what the hell was going on. Uh and remember watching it, going. Eh.
1: Okay. Yeah, and, uh, the, the USWA uh, took over world class, and it was really one of the uh, of the saddest sights it was, as far as wrestling goes. But had it not been for USWA, we wouldn't have had a Steve Austin or a Cactus Jack or a Booker T, because uh, our, and the dying days of that territory was where those guys first you know, got their experience from um, in wrestling in the Sportatorium and when Steve Austin was eating raw potatoes uh, in his car because uh, that's all he could afford to eat and paid his dues. So uh, those were the last days of the territories. Um, Speaking of which, and here's a segue, folks, one of the things I'm most excited about the news that dropped this week was, you know how much we love Dark Side of the Ring. So much so that we would talk about Joe, show that you did watch, Dan. When you did watch, um, unlike any biographies, yes, we did yes, watch yes. Dark Side of the Ring. But uh, the Dark Side of the Ring is coming back this fall, teaming up with The Rock and his wife, Danny Garcia. And they're producing a series of shows called uh, Dark Side of the Territories and uh focusing on on a lot of what I talk about on the wrestling historian uh the re- the ter- the wrestling territories because some of the stories in those territories that I share with you are just absolutely incredible um and you're going to see some all archival footage from memphis from uh world class from mid south i mean they and some they kamala uh who I Definitely deserves his dark side of the ring, or even his a e biography. It looks like from the trailer that I saw, they're going to talk about the gun incident with the Freebirds, uh, after they blinded Junkyard Dog, uh, Memphis with Jerry Lawler, and the the amount of obviously stories that he's got, uh, between being run over with a car and uh the riot that he caused when his head was shaved, um. So I honestly cannot wait for that. But having the the Rock, the biggest, uh, most popular star in Hollywood, uh, be the executive producer of this—that's um, honestly can't. That's, that to me was the biggest news, bigger than a uh, SummerSlam.
0: That's that. There you go, GM Specter. Lawler versus Kaufman.
1: Yes, they're Coming. Stay tuned, GM. That's coming up in Wrestling Historian uh, later on. Aha. We- Celebrating an anniversary of Lawler and Kaufman.
0: You mentioned he uh, just mentioned Gilbert running Lawler over with the car. We uh,
1: yeah, we've talked about
0: that at great length before.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Of uh, people calling the police, going, uh, the police.
1: "There was this assault." We just witnessed an uh, attempted vehicular manslaughter.
0: You might want to go morning. stop that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and Jerry Lawler had, had well, Lance Russell having to call Eddie Gilbert went to a payphone right after realizing that he hit the gas instead of the brake, and called the studio from the payphone and Lance Russell had to tell him, stay there. Don't come back to the studio. There's cops here. (laughs) Stay away. We'll let you know when the coast is clear. And Jerry Lawler, obviously in pain from his hip, had to tell the cops that he was fine.
0: I'm fine. fine. I'm
1: fine. It was just an, it was just an angle. Yeah. And and Dan, we don't even know if that story they're going to tell, but that's the uh, part of the uh, the territories stories of the uh, the territory. So,
0: well, that's the story I'm only I'm ever going to listen to and believe. Okay,
1: <laughs> that's the only one. Well, did you see SummerSlam, Dan? Did you? Uh... Yes, yes, I did. What did you think?
0: Uh, I thought it was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I thought the show was great, except for the main event and. Um, I saw a lot of people who liked the main event, which was the match between uh, Roman and Brock. Uh, again. Couldn't could give it a shit. Yeah. But the rest of the show, I thought was great. it was fantastic. We lost Becky Lynch again, unfortunately. She's injured.
1: Yeah. Sure I, I, yeah. Go ahead. The, the, the Spanish fly from the top rope looked very impressive, but I knew as soon as she landed that she wasn't 100%. Yeah, that hurt. Yeah. And uh, the uh, the long-awaited return of Bailey and uh, Io Shirai and Dakota Kai, I said that's got Triple H written all over it right there. It,
0: it's very interesting to see. And and first of all, it was at that stadium was popping most of the night, and except for the main event, I know I it's kind of fifty fifty on that. But uh, I heard the reactions.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Um. The the thing with the ring was cool But I just uh, I don't get as, as excited about Brock Lesnar As uh, other people
1: well, Reigns, Not the problem in that whole thing No well Brock and Roman again For the 30th 35th time um, That's being generous Isn't going to do it for me anyway But the th- the one thing that stuck out for At SummerSlam for me Dan Is that why is it That the ones that Don't wrestle The people that had uh, matches at SummerSlam who don't wrestle were better than some of the people on the card. Why is it that Logan Paul and Pat McAfee uh, outshine? Were How is Logan Paul a better wrestler than Dominic Mysterio? How is Pat McAfee already better than Matt Riddle? I mean, those guys... I, mean, I know why Matt Riddle... <laughs> Put on a show. And with McAfee, I know he's an he, he's a professional athlete. I mean, even though he's a punter, he's still a professional athlete, uh, yeah. people would disagree with that. But um uh the guy could work. Uh Logan Paul was absolutely um I don't want to say great. phenomenal because that's great. Yeah, but he yeah. was Yes. And he and he was in there with a guy like the Miz who can lead him, which is it's real it feels weird to call Miz a veteran at this point, but he was the perfect guy to work with and leading uh Logan Paul through that because even you when you see grabbing his arm or having kind of guiding Logan through it because you Logan even as great as he was, he still, you know, was a was a tree trunk because he had no flexibility. It's like and you could see kind of see Myth like just bend your arm a little bit here. Cause he's like <laughs> he was like Frankenstein a couple of times. But uh yeah, those two guys made a lot of and pretty much everyone in AEW look like uh a couple of Pikers. That's what stuck out in Summerslam for me. Past uh, past all of the bull crap uh-huh. uh with Vince, the one thing
0: I always remember always at the back of my mind is Dean uh our our guru, our founder, our co-founder, um saying there's a reason why they're still on top. Past all that bullshit there's a reason. Yeah. And boom, we found out again. um james Spectre says, I really like the WWE direction these last two weeks. Not a real tribalist here, so I love having more than one company I like. That's yeah, great. Yeah. And it's great when they're both trying. um Yet to be seen with the other guys, but yeah. you can definitely. I, and I know we excitedly, quite frankly, talked about when Vince left how excited we were looking for, how much we were looking forward to. The change. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like how subtle it's been. I mean, I know you can say how are those returns subtle. I mean, yeah, kind of. It's been here and there and not just like another segment where this guy's back, that guy's back, this woman's back, this girl's back. It's it's just, it's slow and steady, which I think is the way to go. And I think, you know, the last couple weeks has kind of Because how far ahead did they map things out? So I think we're going to still have a lot of that still happening of, oh, look, another rematch. But I can see that you can see TV is it's not miles away from where it was two weeks ago, but you you can't see a little bit where. Okay.
1: What you can notice, Dan, more than anything else is the amount of on a three hour show the amount of wrestling that we had compared to backstage sketches. And that kind of completely got that. The pushes that people are getting. Champa had a prime time spot against a main event caliber guy. Do you think if Vince were in charge, Champa would have come out with Harley Race's robe and the amount that was of time awesome. Harley Race's name was mentioned on Monday Night Raw like that? Not to mention the word wrestling,
0: yeah. Championship,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. Wrestlers, even that that whole United States Championship montage that they did with the history of the United States title, and telling showing everyone that Harley Race the first United States champion, all that, and they wrestled through a through a commercial break. What's that? Like, Champa getting a a fifteen minute match and a commercial break?
0: Yeah, in a commercial break match. Yes. Not that he didn't deserve it, but you know
1: no. the engine was running, but somebody wasn't driving. <laughs> as yeah. far as, I, and I, I try, and I was telling other pro wrestling fans like us that oh well Triple H here we're going to see the Titanic can't turn on a dime. Okay, it's going no. to take a, a, a while, and what you're seeing is exactly what Dan just said. You're seeing a teeth carrying cross Sprinkle uh, Dexter Loomis at the very end of Raw. Uh, on monday uh they're not even in the ring yet but we're just seeing them same thing with 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 bailey and eo uh shirai and dakota kai there's obviously an agenda here and bailey whether or not she's clear to wrestle or not right now she's a perfect manager and when she ever does hang it up she again would be she could be she could be your 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 bobby your female bobby heenan uh, someone who can talk and, and if needs be, can can work when the the face finally gets their hands on her. Uh, but she's perfect for this role. And with uh, uh, if uh, Sky and Kai win the uh, the championship, which you know looks like they are, what better way to bring back Sasha and Naomi? Which uh,
0: word on the street is. is... Not a matter of if it went it's when. Yeah. Uh the Dexter Loomis thing was interesting. I liked all the background stuff. Man, uh, something that occurred to me, uh, Craig, and I know how you feel about Twitter being involved in using using Twitter and wrestling and I, I get it. Totally valid. However, I did like while that show was happening, people sharing screenshots going, why is there a car accident back
1: there? Yeah
0: the hell's going on back there mm-hmm. not alluding to anything else that was going on or that aside for the jeff hardy jokes <laughs> yeah. um not alluding to not that they were ignoring what was in the the front of us from, from, yeah, yeah. but everybody was showing what's going on back there
1: mm-hmm. and
0: no one had an idea who i didn't see first person guess
1: yeah
0: what was actually happening and then all of a sudden, I saw the screenshots. It's Lou, it's Dexter back. And, you know, again, it was all in that back. I thought that was brilliant. Little things here and there. Again, don't expect change 100% overnight. But mm-hmm. you got to, you know, we talk about this in The Historian. Mm-hmm. The, well, the one that always comes to mind is that WCW reboot in 2000 mm-hmm. and how it was like, it was just all this stuff. And we're going to start, we're, yeah. we're moving on wait a minute no i don't want that again Mm-mm. so far so good nothing f- nothing astronomical they have eight months to next wrestlemania
1: yeah they they have three months till survivor series um, right that they can try four
0: and, months to go out to the end of the year
1: Mm-hmm. and by then they'll be they'll, cody will be back and they'll have more uh they'll have made new stars like there with Champa, and you saw the big win that Ricochet got uh, last week. Uh, another guy that the Triple H was high on and people were saying, yeah, well now Triple H is going to push all his guys. Yeah. Because yeah. Triple H yeah, no guys shit. <laughs> are are the ones that can actually draw crowds and actually can make you money and can do something different than the, what, we're, what we've already been seeing already. So it's yeah, Ricochet is going to get a push. That means Champa is going to get a push. If that means even Mustafa Ali or someone like that. Uh, and somebody else asked me, and I was I'm going to ask you, if you are Triple H and now that you're head of creative and John, John Laurinaitis has finally been fired for good, uh, yeah. do you fix NXT?
0: Yeah. Oh God, uh, we talked about it. When uh, we had Chris and Derek on. Uh, Now, and and I said this on the show, and I'm going to stick to it. Because I would say, you know, don't do everything just like on a dime. Mm -hmm. Except for NXT. Go right back to the yellow and black. Ignore that ever happening. You don't necessarily have to start changing storylines. Like appearances and what's going on, you still do those subtle changes. Mm Freakling changes here and there. As far as aesthetically, I just want one week to just turn it back on and boom. Yeah. No announcement? Nothing. Mm-hmm. Just bang, back. They hit the button, light comes on, boom. Back to yellow and black. It's stupid. I hate the way it looks. Uh, I only worry about one guy, and that's Joe Gacy, but I have a feeling that he was there because Triple H is there in the first place, so I'm not really worried about that. Uh, but in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh. Uh, maybe they can get rid of that that thing he's making. Listen, Joe makes that gimmick work. But hopefully they can get him something Uh. Do, do you a keep, little more transitional yes, yes. when he goes to the big to, to the big roster which will happen sooner than later he's too good or,
1: do you that was that was my other that was my two-part question now um because you have a joe gacy and a rex steiner there, are your, your two clear biggest stars do you bring them up or do you keep them there to make nxt matter since they're the best they're the two best things you have
0: build up nxt again okay he needs these guys um Joe Gacy, uh, I, I want to see him hold that title for. Uh, but I hope it's sooner, like before the end of the year for Joe, because the man's been an indie, uh, god for years. <laughs> like yeah. it's time. Give give him the give him the spotlight. Put him on the blue or the red brand. Uh, and uh, what the hell is even his name? Bron Breaker, Braun Recksteiner. Uh, get rid of the damn name. Mm-hmm. Give him this get, go with the dog face gremlin thing. Not on him. I'm saying go with your dad was one of, or arguably the ha- half of the greatest tag team in wrestling.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Just go with it. And well, especially why if you why are we not going with that?
1: Well, especially, especially if you're going to dress up, him up exactly like his father, have a haircut like his father, he sounds like his father. But no we're not going to call him We're not going to have any His name is not going to have anything to do with his father
0: um, By the way yeah, He looks just like his father Yeah He can't and,
1: hide it And you've mentioned it on the air several times Who his father is So why are you gonna, That's the other thing with, with Triple H Maybe he'll start bringing back first and last names too um, You can call him Tommaso Ciampa Or even Matt Riddle but that I, but one thing the at only a time. thing I'd we, like to call Matt Riddle is unemployed. Yeah, I'd love to call him that too. But I'd love to see last names come back. I mean, first names come back. We've got too yeah. many last names.
0: Yeah, see, name changes are fine. It's the losing the last name just to lose it that bothers me.
1: Yeah, he just he also liked, Gunther
0: can go back to Walter now.
1: Yes, please. For God's but sakes, I like what they're doing. If you're going to keep keep the belts. On keep the United States title on Bobby Lashley, keep the Intercontinental title on Walter for a year. Make make the titles mean something. If you're going to have this big montage for about the United States Championship, hopefully they'll do the same for the Intercontinental title on the SmackDown and make the title because the Intercontinental Championship. I mean, they were made. The Intercontinental title was the title match was the best match of WrestleMania three. The Intercontinental ladder match was the best match of WrestleMania ten. Still, the largest overseas crowd in WWF history at Wembley Stadium. The main event was for the Intercontinental Championship. Austin and Rock for the Intercontinental Championship.
0: Brett versus Perfect. GM Specter says
1: yes. Still, that's Bret Hart's favorite match of all time. Different Continental Championship. Um, who am I to argue with Bret? Yeah, yeah. so make it mean something. So, um, keeping the belt on Walter against established guys like Shinsuke, and they did it right. Make Shinsuke, you know, a big deal. So when Walter beats him, it's an even bigger deal. Say like just like they did with with Champa, he went through the gauntlet match or the triple threat. You know, pinned AJ, and now we get the United States title match, and title match, not title opportunity, title match. match. Yes, and a championship contenders battle is a non-title. I um, again slowly. And, These uh, little
0: things do yeah. matter. These exactly, little things do matter. Treating people. Listen, I know I rag on wrestle the re- most. The hell is she how can you hear her no okay never mind uh <laughs> she's just something's happening out front she's losing her mind okay um Sorry, she Lily. has this she's a beagle slash basenji and if nobody knows what a basenji is it's an asian dog that yodels uh that's what it's called and sometimes she'll get to bark and the beagle barking and howl, but then she'll go into this yodel uh, if a mouse farts out front, she'll do that. So I'm assuming it's a mouse fart because there's nothing going on out there. Nobody lives it. Um. But yes, I rag on, uh, and and rightfully so, for allowing uh, 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 shitty people to thrive in a business, making it thus making it shitty. Mm-hmm. Uh, but not treating them stupid. Yeah, is a good first step, Vince. Hmm. Mr. Uh, got Caught for another 5000 excuse me, $5 million in 2008-9? Did you hear that today?
1: No, I did not.
0: Yeah, got uh, no, for, uh, It's either 2005 to 2009 or 2008 to 2009. It's either five-year or a one-year period, another five million he was paying on. Oh, shit. Wow, another one. Yeah, well, okay. listen, I'm just saying, it's all... <laughs> by, by the way, every time... I truly believe it was Stephanie and Paul. That blew the whistle? That blew the whistle. Okay. I would have to. Uh, you know, bye, Dad. See ya. <laughs> but, um, yeah, just don't universe. <laughs> fans. The f- They're fans. Yeah. The universe. And please call the universal. Would you change the universal title? Yeah. Title name? I hate those belts anyway, but it's not the worst. It's not the worst offense
1: mm-hmm. of the hippie dippy happy yeah. era. And speaking of things that they were rectifying, did you see the return of Kevin Owens? Uh, he taking out uh, Ezekiel and he stretchered out hospital. Perfect opportunity to put him on the shelf, let him grow that beard back. And you,
0: you don't announce it; you just have them walk out in a couple months.
1: Exactly. Hello, I am Elias. And that, it, but it's sowing the seeds. On the other side, we see, uh, Sami Zayn, the honorary USO, who's getting uh treated like the you know a baby treated diaper. So, when he gets jumped by the USOs, who runs in to make the save, but his best friend. Kevin Owens, super babyface team, the team to finally beat the Usos, and it'll be the first time that Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, lifelong best friends, are finally the WWF tag team champions.
0: A lot of a lot of things being fixed here and there. It's good yeah. to see. I agree with, and I agree with Jim Specter as well. I, even though these little things are happening. Um it's still nice to have a choice you still check out the other, what's happening over here and eh, back to them yeah uh, I, I'll, however uh, yes. before you go craig mm-hmm. i did watch a lot of both shows this past so. okay and what did you think maybe i'm getting the butt. oh wwe is still a better show and that's not saying much considering it's only been 2 weeks. Um, sorry no don't i will sorry. it's weird i say that though but there's a lot of and anyway, i say this I have still more personal investment in some of the talent on the AEW side, but overall, I, I have to be fair. Maybe we should evaluate this every week:
1: who won the who won the week? Mm-hmm. Uh, WWE. Yeah. Well, because AEW is still, you know, booked by a a a fan, okay, a cokehead fan. Yeah. Yeah. Who instead of letting someone who I said experience, it. yeah, so did a lot of other people, Dan yeah uh, instead uh, of yep. saying it um instead of returning the reins over to someone who actually knows how to book a uh, wrestling um we're stuck with um uh, a guy that likes to to book his the people that he likes, the people that he he dresses up with uh on Halloween. I don't know why Orange Cassidy has a job um. Jory's a nice guy. I called one of his matches at um at uh, at Super Crazy, and um, oh,
0: that's right, he was yeah. there.
1: Yeah, in wearing orange tights, and um, I, again, fine, but no memory of that happening. Uh, that's Orange Cassidy the only reason and I remember that is his name, but he didn't have that gimmick back then. He was just he wore orange; that was the thing. My point being, he's not. A guy that should be on wrestling on TV every week. It's certainly not the opening match. There's certainly not a guy that is going to have competitive matches against the, the people that should be pushed. Dan, you remember right when Goldberg Uh-oh. started his undefeated yeah. streak? Yeah. You remember the, the 20 minute match he had with George South? They went to a commercial no, break? Exactly. Nope. Because it didn't fucking happen. didn't fucking happen. (laughs) Do you remember the 10-minute match that Regal tried to give and he went, (laughs) So why is Wardlow having a 10-minute match with Orange Cassidy and almost getting pinned by Orange Cassidy when you just had Wardlow go through every single person like a steamroller? I'll tell you the one caveat to this. You can do that match
0: if you take his hands out of his pockets. Because I... I think it's funny... But not in a match for ten minutes. Funny, Not, you know not against not against a guy. Not like against you. Wardlow. Not after the the thing Wardlow's coming off with against MJF. In my opinion,
1: yeah. when well, well, he was coming off MJF. He was red hot. He was. throwing babies in the air for this guy, and then you you oh, have twenty five security guards in one match. After that put a belt on him like right away now and put, like yesterday and then you're going to have him do a competitive match against Orange Cassidy after squashing every guy that you throw up against him but no Orange Cassidy almost pins him and then just last week against Jay Lethal a guy that should be getting as many wins as possible and Jay Lethal barely beats him I and I why is Danny Garcia on television every goddamn week but powerhouse Hobbs is on TV for the first time in like four months. That's a guy that should have a rocket up his ass and should be squashing guys left and right. AEW's got the deepest roster of any organization in professional wrestling. You can actually have squash matches. You can't have them on WWE. Unless you count those two jerks that went in with Almost last on Monday. Um, Why they're still using Almost as anything, I don't know. But you can have squash matches on AEW. So feed this guy beat Hobbs somebody every week. I don't need to see Danny Garcia on, week, on TV every week. Danny Garcia has been on TV more times than FTR. The best tag team in wrestling. But are they on TV? No. no, Because the Bucks don't want because the Bucks don't want anyone more popular than them on TV more than them. And they're no. definitely not going to wrestle them again. I so i tell you this it's too late.
0: Ah <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, no, you're right Um, Backtrack for a second GM Spectre says I have memories of watching Raw and Nitro Considering I was working a job Monday night Nitro had a rerun and my VCR was working Yeah, I remember Listen, WCW NWA was my main show So I never had to catch a rerun I was watching Livewire I missed a lot of the matches on Raw And not, not so much Smackdown Sunday Night Heat Because unless there's a WCW pay-per-view I was watching it anyway um, but the ratings were, like, almost double. If not triple what they are now. So they could actually run the rerun of Nitro at 11 o'clock. And you, you, that's a brilliant move. Oh, so those who were watching Raw, oh, now they can watch Nitro. Just click, move right over. Yeah, those were good, those are good days. But y'all had Shotgun Saturday Night and Metal. And I would watch religiously Livewire and, uh. The hell was the other one? It used to air like right. It was like nine and ten in the morning on a Saturday. No, one was on Saturday at nine, and one was on Sunday at nine. If I, it was live. Wire, I forget what the other one was, but it would basically be the review shows of what happened on night uh, on Raw. So I'd get everything covered. uh yeah, those are I tape Raw, watch Nitro rerun, then watch Raw before my classes. Well, there you go.
1: Yeah, Perfect. well they they mentioned that on the this past Sunday the WWE rivalries, the Monday Night War. How their shooting schedule went, and uh, Nash talked about like, yeah, we watched Raw in the back in the locker room. We had a monitor set up, yeah. so yeah, we watched him because they would ask them finally, like, oh yeah, we knew what was going on there. Yeah. And uh, Nash had a great take. He was, you know, when they were in the middle of the their eighty-three week string, the streak of being in WWF, and Nash remembers it was me, it was Scott, it was Macho, it was um um. Hogan and we were all, like all of former WWE guys and like, we were on a plane and Bischoff takes a drink goes, man, I'm gonna put Vince out of business and Nash was like <laughs> mm-hmm. and it was Hogan who said, yeah, you're gonna put that guy out of business No
0: No, he's more ruthless than you, bitch Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah uh, but again fascinating I I
0: really feel, of all the things we talked about on them about WCW, I really feel, I I, and I believe this. If the goal wasn't to put WWF out of business, they'd still be around. Yeah, even even with all the other things that quote unquote brought them down, the wrestling still. Was worth watching, even towards the end.
1: Yeah, and the wrestling was better. I always thought that I was always been in WWE. I guy. do too. If they were just, if they would have, well, the downfall wasn't really, at, and there's so many fingers to point. Um, the creative And control. every year
0: we find a new finger to point.
1: Yeah, <laughs> the the guaranteed contracts the whole Nash had that had the creative but even
0: control. even the money. It was Turner yeah. money. Yeah. You know, even
1: well, let me rephrase
0: that. If the message, if, if the mission was more clear, and the AOL Time Warner merger didn't happen, yeah, they'd still be around. They would have at least been able to sell. Uh, James Rectorall says, "When also I taped ECW on set uh, Sunday nights after 120 minutes, and saw it Monday morning. Man, I wasn't old enough for that. Hey, look titties." <laughs> um. Uh, I was talk about the dog, guys. Yeah. God, God. So, yeah, it it's my only hope to, to piggyback off a point that we forgot about 10 minutes ago, Craig, that you mm-hmm. said, yeah. uh, about um, Tony Khan. Yeah. Those guys that you hired that have been wrestlers in other companies, mm-hmm. perhaps you should put them in charge and just be the money guy. Just be the money guy. You can have ideas here and there, but let somebody else do the main writing or booking, whatever they're calling it this week. Have somebody else do that.
1: Just be consistent. You remember when when Brian Danielson was the number one heel in wrestling, the way he would talk, and he said, I'm going to stomp your favorites in the face, and he was on the mic every week. And he was the best wrestler in the company and the best heel in all of wrestling. Yes, I do. And then Moxie comes back and Regal comes in and next thing you know, he's in a fight club and he doesn't speak at all. And he, and that's gone. So your number one heel is gone.
0: I like the the fight club. Just, you know, get I him too, out of it.
1: But get him out of it. It doesn't need to be. And yeah. it, uh, CM Don't Punk gets him. injured. That sucks. So, uh, yeah. You, but you and have
0: Craig, they have the talent to make up for this. It makes no
1: sense. What doesn't make sense, Dan, if you're going to have an interim champion, which is great, which is fine, make that guy a heel. Make him somebody that puts Punk down, calls him a coward, and says he's a real champion. So when Punk comes back, say, I don't know, in Chicago, for a big pay-per-view, he can vanquish the heel who has the interim championship. But no, we'll put it on Moxley again. So you have two face champions and a guy that wants to have that bleeds every week on TV, having these garbage matches. You could have put that belt on a heel, on a guy like a, a Miro. Maybe Hobbs isn't ready yet, but I mean he's a perfect monster heel. But why not Miro? Somebody like that and have him put down. Where's Miro been? You finally reinvented the guy, so he's a badass. And he's not even on television. I really feel bad for Miro. Me too. I mean, he's getting paid, so I don't think yeah, he cares and, that and much. And but, everyone's getting paid, but, but you know, but it's, it's Tony Khan's money. It's just,
0: how do you do that to him after he left the other company because they did that to him? Yeah. Anyway, it'll be interesting to see what's going to happen in the coming weeks. Uh, we have. Reach the end of this one. Craig, where can people follow you?
1: They can follow me, Dan, if they so choose, on Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter, at Craig Ligon, C-R-A-I-G-L-I-W-G-E-O-N-S.
0: And you could follow me on Twitter at Dan Law 83 And also, the old URL is back. I'm very happy. This has been a personal uh, vendetta or, or vendetta, goal of vendetta. mine. Vendetta, 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 goal of mine. For a couple years, is getting the old URL back, which got lost to the ether of porno. Uh, HiacTalkRadio.com is where you can find again the pro wrestling podcast, the Stadium Journey podcast, the Manic Mixtape podcast, and of course, Nerd herders is there. Or go to your favorite podcast app and type in Hiac radio network but the main url is back h-i-a-c talk next week through the magic of recording uh i'll be on vacation so it's just historian. so stay stay tuned everyone who's watching live but get ready next week there's still another episode coming uh toodles stay on the, keep no keep it on the paper keep on the paper